All right. Well, we are back. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast here on Viewpoints. I'm your host, Jordan Voiles. This is the official podcast of Crestview, and I'm here with Dr. John Gerlach. How are you doing, John? I am doing great. How's your ping pong game, man? It's 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 not too good. Oh, you've okay. been playing me. You've been beating yeah, me. It hasn't been too good I, recently. I beat you badly, yes. <laughs> but true. we have a special guest with us here today, uh, Candice Mahaffey. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's so good to have you. Let's just jump right in. Our topic today is anger. And I know, John, we've been going through kind of this mental health series. Let's just jump right in. Candice, how can you describe anger to the listener today and in your field? How does that work? Sure. Um, First, just to let you know, I'm a licensed professional counselor. That's my background. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I love this topic. Anger, I think, is such a relative situation experience that all humans have. Yeah. Um, I do feel like anger is one of the most misunderstood emotions humans experience. Interesting. Um, I'll, I can just share the American Psychological Association's definition. Yes. Um, they state that anger is a negative feeling state that is typically associated with hostile thoughts, physiological arousal, and maladaptive behaviors. Mm. Um, I think that makes sense, right? Like we... We can all go, hmm, like I, right. I've felt that. I've been there. I know <laughs> yeah. that. Um, it's just part of being human. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my favorite way to kind of summarize anger is that anger is what we refer to as a secondary emotion. Um, and I can kind of elaborate on that here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But that means we use it kind of as a protective layer. Interesting. That there's something more vulnerable or tender underneath there. It's kind of a, like a defense mechanism. Interesting. Um and that, I think, will make more sense as we continue to discuss. Um, anger is also something society's kind of comfortable with. Yep. Most people are... I think we're real comfortable with it right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm an ass I mean, airline passenger, so I think they're real comfortable yeah, with it. So yeah, it's not unusual to see somebody in a very angry state mm-hmm. expressing their anger versus we don't see as many people as comfortable crying or, I mean, the people will be happy. But yeah. anger, we're not afraid to let people no. see our anger Absolutely. when we're in that response. Absolutely. Why do you think that is, though? Because you, you talked about during uh, a mental breakdown or, or emotional challenges, you said it's kind of like the secondary thing. Mm-hmm. Why do you think anger is seemingly increased? Why is, why is that? Sure. So I think if we kind of look at it through that lens of it's a secondary emotion, mm-hmm. if we could really reflect on there's something vulnerable underneath and it's like a defense mechanism response. We show our anger because something's tender underneath. Uh, the Gottman Institute has this great little diagram. It's a uh, I don't know if we can attach a PDF or anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm, maybe. <laughs> I have a little file um, for, for listeners. But it's a big iceberg. It's just a mm-hmm. little poster of an iceberg. The top of it's anger that we could see above the surface. Gotcha. Below the surface, you know, how an iceberg is the mass of it's underneath the surface. Right. Um, has lots of different vulnerable um, uh, emotions. And I was going to read some of those. Yeah. Um, things like um, um, embarrassment. Uh, being scared, grief, shame, anxiety. Um, also can be things like just feeling left out mm-hmm. or exposed or attacked. Interesting. Um, and we don't really think about that. It's kind of an automatic response. We don't think in situations, well, I feel vulnerable here. Let me use my anger. Mm-hmm. It's pretty hardwired automatic response. Interesting. Um, God made us that way. He designed yeah. us that way. Absolutely. And John, maybe this is a question for you, but do you feel like, and Candace, maybe in your field, you've seen it a lot. Do you feel like it can help, anger can help us maybe redirect our thinking towards God or maybe being closer to God, maybe going, you know, I need help in this area. Um, I mean, maybe through your, John. Well, I think Candace said it really well. I mean, I, I think 
you know, you think about the iceberg kind of picture, mm-hmm. you know, so we're all on the Titanic uh, kind of yeah, what's, what's going on, especially right now. And I think there, it really, to me, is a can be a warning light. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's what Candace is saying. It can definitely be a warning light of what's going on beneath the surface. Why am I angry here? Mm-hmm. What's causing that? What's the deal? And to me, that's part of, uh, I think, where God can come in and say, and you need to go, God, you know, search my heart. Absolutely. You know, where we talk about Psalm 120, 139 or something like that, where we're going, God, please show me what's going on with me. Absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm really angry right now. Mm-hmm. I'm angry. I'm seeing that. And it's kind of like Candace said, there's what's below the surface. God help me to know what's below the surface. Yeah. And Candace, maybe with you in more of a professional sense, have you seen kind of what has been like the um, the rhythm of people kind of experience this anger? Have you seen them come out of this into a better place spiritually? Sure. And um, I do think that God is our greatest counsel. We are, mm-hmm. He wants us to come to him with our anger. Um, so I think going to him in prayer to redirect our anger, having some self-reflection, learning to use anger as an indicator. Yeah. Okay, I'm angry or I responded in anger. Pause. Mm-hmm. What was going on? What was what was I experiencing? Why did I need that, if you will, defense mechanism? I'm not saying it's exactly a defense mechanism, yeah. but just to kind of uh, paraphrase that. Um, but say, okay, God, well, what was going on with me? What do I need to do here? And then ask him for guidance in that. Sure. You know, um, are we having a lot of arguments with a specific person? Okay, God, guide me and how do I get through this? What do I need to address? Um, instead of just constantly being in attack mode back yeah. and forth, back and That's forth. Good. Absolutely. I remember sitting with John in a, in a council session. He was kind of, we were talking about this person that was dealing with anger. Mm-hmm. And he asked a simple question, well, um, are you struggling with anything else? Or what caused the root yeah. of this problem? And yeah. he was dead on. And so that shocked me because I was like, oh, my God, is it is it usually a deeper problem? But in a pr- professional sense, is that usually the case? Like, there's probably something else going on with this person. In general, I mean, obviously, there's always uh, exclusions and sure. things, but I would say in general, anger is more—it's more of an indicator light, is how I like to think about mm-hmm. it. Um, what's really going on? What are we? Why are we using that response? Um, because there's usually something tender is kind of how I like to respond to it. If we could pull back that anger, there's usually something really sensitive under there that we're feeling that need to be protective of it. Absolutely. Um, So one question I have, Candice, would be, okay, so during, have you seen more people lately with the anger issue, with anger issue or that being something that's that's coming out during this time of pandemic? Sure. Um, If you're referencing, if I'm seeing it in my practice, Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, am I seeing it in society? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, both. I think if we kind of look at, I think you kind of asked this question earlier, you know, mm-hmm. are we seeing more anger lately? Um, well, if we look at, at it through that lens of, okay, if anger secondary, what would be some of those vulnerable things society, the human race is experiencing right now? Well, pandemic, political issues, uh, financial strain. We are anxious. We are unsure. Um we're dealing with big health concerns. Yeah. And then you throw in some daily normal inconvenience, like being at the airport mm-hmm. and, yeah. you know, flights delayed or whatever. Millions of things can go wrong during yeah. travel. And we're at a full threshold because we're already caring okay. so yeah. much. And we're not thinking about all that when we unleash on mm-hmm. somebody that is not the correct party. We're not thinking about all the stuff that's already underneath there. We're just, well, I'm irritated and yeah. I'm going to be agitated in my response. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't know if that kind of answered yeah, a little bit of your question absolutely. earlier. I feel like, yes, the human race is a little more angry 
Because okay. yeah. we're dealing yeah. with more. Yeah. John, I have a question for you, and maybe we can direct this towards Candace. Um, what do you think that there is a difference in in what you've seen as, as being a, a pastor? Um, and the difference between a healthy anger and unhealthy anger. Do you think there's a difference for the listener today listening? Yeah, I mean, I think the Bible makes a distinction about, you know, um, be angry and sin not. Mm -hmm. So the idea is there's some anger that motivates us, like injustice, or we see something, racism, or we see something that is truly in the injustice kind of category. It's like, hey, I'm angry about that. And I think that's a healthy anger. But... You know, when anger is controlling us, when anger is um, destructive, um, you know, it's also the opposite of the fruit of the spirit. When you've right. got self-control right, and then you got anger, you know, there's that's not going to usually be self-control is not going to be seen when someone's angry. So yeah. there's that there. I think there's a definite good and bad category of, of that, of what's going on with people. And we all deal with that. Absolutely. I deal with it. You yeah. deal with it. We all deal with that of, OK, I've got anger here. But anger, but this is not the good kind. It's destructive. It's harsh. It's whatever it is. So definitely, I think that's the picture the Bible gives to him. I love it. Candice, what about you in in your practice? Have you seen a difference in these two? In healthy versus unhealthy anger? Yes, ma'am. Of course. And I think when I think about what is healthy anger, I think it's that human emotion. God gave us that emotion like he gave us all of our other emotions to experience. But it's the behavioral part where I see what I would reflect into the unhealthy part when we're acting in anger, mm-hmm. which is a perfect depiction of in Scripture, Ephesians 4.26. Right. Uh, be angry and do not sin. Mm-hmm. God's not saying can't be angry. Right. He knows we're angry. He Absolutely. designed us that way again. Um, but he's telling us not to act in it. I think it's that behavioral component when we're lacking self-control. We're mm-hmm. acting out in it. Anger is controlling our decisions and our behaviors. Interesting. So, Candace, obviously there's anger we've been talking about, which is kind of this destructive, unhealthy type anger that's very visible, expressed. And then there's this unexpressed kind of stuffed down kind of anger that people can have, which, you know, doesn't go away, but eventually Mm -hmm. ends up in some sort of where that come from. Well, it's been brewing for a long time. So. Would you say, what word would you say to somebody who's in that category of how they process anger Um, and what would be helpful to them? Because we've kind of all been on the other side of it so far. And so just maybe a word to them. Yeah. I mean, you're you're um, indicating, you know, internalized anger when we don't see it outwardly. Um, But that's dangerous. Mm. You know, we're still experiencing that emotion and it may not be that we're having explosive outward behaviors. But it does um, brew into resentment if we're not careful. And then that will direct our behaviors. Well, that'd be like bitterness, too. Things yes, like that could come up. Yeah. yeah. So it may like not that. be that we're throwing something or breaking things, but are we responding negatively? Are we responding out of the bitterness or resentment that started with our internalized anger? Um, so I think we have to pay attention to our anger, whether we are explosive outwardly or we're okay. letting that brew inside. It's not good for our heart. Okay. That's great. That's great. Well, thank you all so much for breaking this down and kind of dissecting anger. I know that's going to help the listener today. Uh, at this point, we kind of just break down anything else that y'all have on y'all's mind that y'all think that would help someone listening today. Candice, we'll start with you. Anything that you think that you just want to leave the listener with today? Yeah, I think one, I just want to encourage everyone that anger isn't a sin. Again, God gave us that that emotion. I think we just have to learn to be careful with it, to really pay attention to it 
anger, even if we do respond in it, it's okay to reflect back and yeah. just learn to use it as an indicator light, if you will. Like what was going on that I needed my anger for? Because that thing, when we can pull back that layer is what we probably need to address or pay attention to. You know, was I in a toxic situation? Was I threatened? Do mm-hmm. I need to do something? Or am I not feeling heard? Or, yeah. you know, is it something simple that I can address? Um but not to feel that, you know, feeling anger is the bad thing. It's not. It's the acting out in it because we're not taking care of the the deeper issue. Of it. Oh, absolutely. That's good. John, what about you? Yeah, to me, I think one picture that's always helped me is a picture of fire. That fire can be warm, you know, can bring warmth. It can, you know, be sustained, bring security. You know, I've got yeah. fire in the middle of the dark night. It also can destroy acres and acres of wow. woods. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 a, it's, it's both, both and. Absolutely. And that's really to me, a great picture of anger and how I've always thought of it. And I think everybody does. I think what Kenneth said is, is really the key issue. And the key issue is um, what are we going to do with anger? And, and we take it with take it to God and let him help us with it. And I do think a lot of the big issue for people right now is I don't like how things are going. Mm-hmm. It's not in my control. And so there's a big trigger for anger because we want that control back. You know, it's it's kind yeah. of it's kind of a mirage anyway, but we kind of want the mirage at least back yeah. a little bit of well, I want to feel like I'm in control of more <laughs> than I am, and that's I think led to a lot of anger too. So, but I think the the key thing is what Candace said, which is what's below the surface, mm-hmm. what's the deep issue, and the best way to discern that is going to be you and God. Absolutely. And, you know, you may need to talk to someone, uh, a counselor, someone to help you figure that out. But mm-hmm. God will use that counselor. God will use a person. God will use a friend. God will, in just your time with him, he'll use that time also to yeah. help you get there. So whatever somebody needs to, I just say, the encouragement would be do whatever it takes to get Absolutely. down to the source. Yes. And that's going to be huge. Awesome. Well, thank you to both of you. Uh, Candace. thank you for your time. Dr. John Gerlach, thank you for being with us today. To the listener, we hope to see you next time, and God bless.